1: James how are you this morning
0: except it's afternoon
1: well that's true because yours truly (laughs) ladies and gentlemen uh doesn't know how to to make a recording so I had James on mute this morning when we had a very lively discussion so this afternoon we're trying to make it uh you know redo it if you if you would and 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 talk about the things we talked about this morning yeah
0: and, and maybe even better
1: Maybe some better. Because I have notes Always this time.
0: Anyway. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm getting ready to pass by the PJ's coffee. Just driving by it, I can feel the energy. You
1: can feel the energy, can't you? Just driving by, you can feel the energy. But driving only by. if you Not went sure. in there and got some coffee. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know what to think. But anyway. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, I got to say this. That. Today's podcast is episode number number nine ninety nine. You know what there that is, means?
1: That means tomorrow is one thousand, ladies and gentlemen. That is 1, quite a milestone. 000. Yes. It is that. That's it is that. <laughs> yeah, that is something. So we're this is Yeah, you know, I, I
0: gotta tell you, I went back and listened to some of the very very first ones where you know some people may or may not know this we'll talk about it some tomorrow but this whole idea I got startled this was because Big Jim who was getting sick yeah. I, I knew him fairly well I mean he worked for me for a while but I mean I was we were we became extremely close because I started calling him every morning because he couldn't go anywhere I just started yeah. calling him and this podcast what happened was people were saying that'd be a fun something fun to listen to your podcast it. so we just turned it into a, a podcast Anyway, we'll do the 1,000th one tomorrow. That's going to be a lot of fun. It'd be but fun. You know the, so, so I'm going to the 1,000th podcast. I'm going to drive by PJs. But you know it is even just absolutely wonderful. What is that? I, I finished my continuing legal education today.
1: Ooh, yeah. The, the, where you I'm, had the I'm, college graduate tell you how to run a successful practice.
0: <laughs> open and run a your own law practice that's what that's what it was on
1: wow (laughs)
0: yeah like you you haven't
2: done that anyway not since
0: 1991 that's true but but uh the the uh the funny thing about it was she said you really should be the things that we learned were you should really be using word as your (sighs) word processor and you should be using adobe to look at your you know the best adobe you can afford to get you to look at your documents and you know, you don't want to. You want to get a building that matches your clientele, stuff like that. It's like, you know,
1: <laughs> it's like, <laughs> duh. What?
2: Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I'll pay seven hundred fifty dollars for that. But I will say that that's the procrastinator's one. And when you go to this CLE, they know they got you by the by the by the yang yang.
1: Yang yang, yeah. By yeah, the hair. As them. they you used you to say.
0: <laughs> and, and there may have been some people in there thinking about going into their own law, law practice. Uh, furiously taking notes.
2: Could have been. Could have been.
0: There and know. one other thing you'll find interesting: one of the presenters today was Justice McCallum, Jay McCallum. Oh, Jay Ball was Bill. there. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was. He was a presenter. He he, he did he did ethics.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. And it was very
0: fun, very interesting. Well, there you so, go. Good day. Good day all the way around. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, let's I mean,
1: talk, about we talk about the news. <laughs>
0: LaFan
1: looked at the news. Yeah, well, we're going to look at it a little differently, I think. But uh, Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to actually look at uh, real headlines and uh, see what they said. But And uh, we're kind of channeling this morning. But uh, one of the headlines was that uh, 50% of all the artillery dropped on Gaza by Israel is dumb bombs. Okay. Now, tell
0: me why. Yeah. That, that, that's, you brought that up this morning and bring it up again. I'm just going to ask the question. Why is that so interesting to you?
1: Okay, it's interesting because that they're making this implication that they should only drop smart ones that are precision bombs, that they don't even care about the Gazan people at all. And so they're dropping these dumb bombs indiscriminately on innocent bystanders. That's the
0: implication. Are they, under, are they under the impression that smart bombs only kill military and not civilian personnel?
1: It doesn't matter if they're under that impression. They're giving you the so impression. Exactly. <laughs> you
0: see, you say it's in the news. Why is that a big deal to them? Okay, so I know it's a big deal to you because it's a big deal to somebody. Why is it a big deal to that somebody?
1: The somebody can say, oh, yes, those horrible Israelis, they need to do a, a ceasefire. Absolutely. They're just so. Evil and so uh, oppressing these poor Palestinian people. Then they show. Here's where CNN. This is a CNN headline. We walked in and we went into the hospitals and oh my God, this is what we found. And of course they have a small child there who has cuts, cut up face because he was part of the collateral damage uh, of a bomb. So there they go. They a dumb, a dumb
0: bomb. A
1: dumb. You bomb. see,
0: I look at it like. Well, if you throw a dumb bomb, you can just say, well, this was the general vicinity I was trying to throw it. I guess that's the difference, right? A precision, precision. I, I remember, I remember when they first were doing those precision bombs. I think they've made it even better. Oh, oh sure. yeah. They've,
1: they've got some better. that, oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: But, but when we were doing Desert Storm, when we were doing Desert Storm, they would, they had people on the ground apparently that had gone in, it was, you know, United States yeah. special forces or whatever. And they would aim lasers at exactly where they wanted the bomb to hit. Right. I don't, I don't even think you have to have anybody on the ground anymore, do you?
1: No. Uh, if they want to do a personal target, they do need a, um, they put a, uh, what do you call it, a little guidance uh, signal on the person and they can just take out the person.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, okay. But they still, so you still have to have somebody on the ground for that
1: for that. Well, you have to plant it on them and they don't know you have it on them. And then you can take them out. I think that's how we took out that how Trump took out that one guy that big terrorist. They took him out with
0: Yeah, that. I remember that. Yeah.
1: Was it drone, huh? It was a drone that only just one car. They just took out a car with it and they knew how to do it. So it's probably even better now. Um
0: Yeah, that's what I all right, so so the so the reason you bring it up is because the, the mainstream media is bringing it up, and they're saying Israel should is a bunch of animals because yeah. they're not trying to minimize civilian casualties by using smart bombs; they're only using dumb bombs.
1: Correct. There is also right, now, a now. This is something else that came up. I found out today.
0: Well, I'm not. I'm not finished with my questions. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right, you got. You, you're going to get the targets, you know, I'll try to, try to figure this out. All right. So the idea would be that if you do a smart bomb, you can say, I'm only killing people in a, like, let's say 10 foot square area. Right. That's, but that's probably not true. You're still going to have collateral damage. You're just going to be very accurate where it strikes. Right. Yeah. But a dumb bomb might just completely miss the target. Is that the difference?
1: That's the implication. Okay, but that assumes you don't know where to drop the dumb bomb. I mean, they've, they for forever, we've taken bombs that, and tried to guide them in to an area at least. So it's just, it's, it's silly because if they used targeted bombs or drones or whatever, they would say they're still getting a civilian casualties. Yeah, they're
0: going to hit the. You're going to get civilian casualties everywhere, but the only thing I could figure they must be saying is, you just totally missed. These people had nothing to do with it. You got yeah. way off. But well,
1: that they, must be they didn't. That's not what they said, but that's what they implied through the headline. So
0: what they, all right, so what did they say, say?
1: They said that it, there's been casualties with both types of bombs. <laughs>
0: Second to last paragraph. Oh. <laughs> so basically you could said that they're mad because they're dropping bombs. Right. Right. Uh-huh.
1: but okay i see why you're mm, okay it's uh typical typical uh, you know and it, and it's all a grift to get people to say well they need to cease fire you know uh also there was a poll recent today i, I came out today and i don't know how good the poll is but it's about the uh They asked the people of Gaza, was the uh, attack on Israel justified? Guess how many said yes? How many? 73%. Where is this? In Gaza. Now, I don't know how they got the poll.
0: I don't know how they did it. (laughs) Yeah, I want to see how that poll is done. Yeah.
1: But the Palestinian people, they basically... Pulled the Palestinian
0: people. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to get into, yeah, this will be, I'm going to steal this from you, cause we're gonna, but we're going to come back to this, because this, this is a lead-in. Mm-hmm. You tell me Putin, is, Putin is, is now running for office. That's uh, has right. To run for office. He has an election, and I'm sure he's opposed, and I'm sure he'll get, it's going to be a tight election. We've got to be worried about election integrity and everything, because he, if he doesn't win by 80%, there's going to be people die
1: yeah I well mean, maybe again, if he sure. wins by 80 he, people will die anyway i don't know you know
0: the most i told you at this point Samosa. the most i think he won one time at right at 90 percent of the vote
1: <laughs> <laughs> one for me
0: negative <laughs> three for you yeah i know how that so, works it goes like this: one for me one one two for me one for you one two three for me yeah. one for you <laughs> There you go. So I don't know. I, I, it, that's, it's, so anyway, where I'm going with that is that if there is some type of poll, I don't know how you would poll in, in Gaza right now. Yeah, that's if my you opinion. Did, how are you going to do it without somebody with a knife sitting right there saying, you better say, you better say it was justified Yeah. or, or your life yeah. is going to be justifiably killed. But gonna be there exactly. has been
1: some, some other things before there wasn't a. Problem. Should Israel exist? And 72% said no. And should they be wiped off the face of the earth? 72% said yes. This was polls before this. Now everybody thought, well, that might be true, might not. But then it comes out again and it's very close to the same number. And you see these people (laughs) holding their children in front of them.
0: You know, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I'll say yes. I'm not going to trust the poll from Gaza right now, probably
1: not <laughs> just an interesting tidbit, but still oh yeah, very interesting. yeah, but anyway, <laughs> well, do you want to move on to the next subject? I don't that was pretty fun All right what you got is top all name. right harvard president uh she name, now her name is gay Claudine gay she's gay anyway um she uh was one of the three brought in from for congressional hearings, uh, for Harvard, MIT and Penn state, all the presidents were asked.
0: Now now MIT is not, not, it's not Ivy league, right?
1: No, but it's one of the top three universities in, you know, the country. Um, you know, if you got an MIT graduate, you go, Ooh, you know, just like if you had a Harvard degree, Ooh, you know, Penn state, the same thing. Um, now, they, they questioned her in the, you know, all three of these ladies, they questioned in front of Congress, and they asked them from pretty direct questions, and they tried to pin them down on, you know, you have these uh, Palestinian protests saying uh, from this river to the sea, from the Jordan River to the sea, uh, we'll get rid of, you know, these Israelis. and. Um, They may or may not know the people who are protesting. That means uh, Israeli genocide to the Palestinians anyway. That's when they chant it. So uh, uh, their question was, why didn't you stop this hate speech when you've stopped all this other hate speech? And they said, do you think the uh, genocide of Israel, Israelis, is justified? And they went, uh it depends on the context. <laughs> and they went, okay, wait a minute. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> okay, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, obviously. It depends geez. on what
0: is, is.
1: Yeah, it was a real Bill Clinton answer. Uh, then they. All right,
0: all right. So, so so, let me let me just stop you there. Oh, yeah. So, so, so the people listening to this are going to know this already, but I'm going to say this. The whole idea of context there is, we don't care what the facts are. That doesn't matter anymore. It's how I feel about the facts. Now,
2: Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: we're going to add a subjective into it. We don't believe in hate speech unless but, it's hate speech we believe in.
1: <laughs> yes, there you go. That's basically what they found out. And so, and so,
0: so again, so context is just another disguise, another form of communism. Yeah, Woke, a form of communism. DEI. A form of communism, uh, uh, critical race,
2: form of, form of racism. Yeah, you
0: know, uh, you know, quotas. All of those things are trying to make something equal, having e- complete equality with everybody. So everybody has the exact same thing, and that's communism. Mm-hmm. And communism, again, is a, is just a lie sold by very evil. You, it's always been men so far. I think very yeah. evil men. Who want to enjoy the fruits of being a dictator? So they're going. They're selling you communism, guys, and they're going to kill you. That's just that's the way it is. Yeah. So anyway, so it depends on the context. So, oh boy, what did she say the context was here.
1: Well, she backtracked that. They said, "What do you mean by that?" The congressman, person, woman. She was asking her the question. He said, "Well, you know, obviously, if you said it was bad." you 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 would say, "No, you can't. genocide is bad for the whole Israelis, and we need to uh, need to understand what the Israelis are doing to get that kind of reaction and uh, Then she said, "Let me ask you this. I'll put it another way. Would the genocide of the African Americans in this country be hate speech?" And she said, "Well, it depends on context." <laughs> You should, really? Yeah, you should see the senator when she goes, she kept interrupting her and everything. And it was just, uh, geez. Anyway, so you've got this. There was calls um, of uh, from quite a few donors to say, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm getting a lot of noise, James. How are you? Yeah. Need to- yeah, there you go. Uh, there's she said. Uh, there was calls by um, David Pakman, who's a hedge fund donor, you know, hedge fund manager, billionaire, who's done a ton of, uh, you know, recent articles about Harvard and how it's this racist place now and why, you know, it, it rated out of 43 universities, it's 43rd in, uh, <laughs> in free speech. And uh, he said, I've given so much money to this college and continue to do so, but I cannot support it anymore. And he said he's not hiring any graduates from it anymore. And he's encouraged his other billionaire buddies uh, to do the same thing. So you have, he had calls. He says the board, if they had any type of uh, care about free speech and about the university going forward, that they would fire her. The board voted and they voted not to fire her because why she's an African American lady and she's the first African American lady that's run as the president of Harvard. So, uh, you know, there you go. That is.
0: There's all kinds of people coming out now with evidence that she's a plagiarizer, like our prestigious, uh, center of the, the usurper of our presidency.
1: Yes. Yes. Also, uh, they the, Her dissertation apparently was heavily plagiarized, and the person that she plagiarized most was very upset about it and had been screaming about it for a long time. And then all of a sudden, they said, oh, well, she just forgot to put things in quotation marks. They went back. Harvard went back, put the quotes in her dissertation and the footnotes to give, you know, say, okay, no. now, now it's okay. <laughs>
2: That's
1: <laughs> So, uh, yeah. And so now there's, you know, if you get on X, uh, one, somebody put out there, I forget his name, wish I could remember his name, but he, David, David Kern, I think is his name. Kern is his name, but he's a uh, writer and he said, I've got a one word joke, Harvard anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh
0: that All right, So so this, this morning you you expressed some concern about why were they even having these hearings. Is that still an issue to you or you resolved that in your mind?
1: Resolved it a little bit. I guess I'm you know, you pushed back this morning about you know, it's the top 3 universities that's why they were brought up, but you know, why did they make such a show about three of them? Why didn't they just say, "Okay, we need to vote on this because these are universities are just D- D.I.E. and everything to death." And we don't need to spend our money on that. Also, I think it brought up the fact that Harvard that has anywhere from 40 to 50 million dollar endowment, which is only endowments have a 1.8 percent tax on them. That's it. Doesn't matter how much they have. How much do you said their endowment is? Of 40 to 50 Billion? Billion. Billion. That's more than the Texas a band. Well, there you go. So Jeez. they have billions of billions of dollars. And there's some estimates it's almost 100 billion that they only know about 50 billion.
0: Oh, cut them off, man.
1: Yeah. Well, Five why seconds. did we give them 60? The federal government gave them 676 million last year. And state governments gave them about, oh, 349 million.
0: Yeah, I think that, 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 that you make my point that yeah. we have the right to ask those questions. Now, will they do anything is the issue. And that you know, they're not.
1: Well, the Republicans did vote to take away the funding. Of course, the Democrats will say no. So you got yeah. that going for that's you.
0: Not, that's not. Uh,
1: Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like somewhat of a show to me. That's why I didn't like it. Uh, why are we just having a show of this yeah. when they're not going to do anything? You know, I don't
0: know. Yeah. At least and, they did something.
1: They did something. And, yeah. and one of the presidents of Penn uh, got canned by their board for her comments, which were essentially all three of them essentially said the same thing, by the way, James. It was weird. Like they've been
0: coaching. Yeah. To say well, that. you know, again, it's, it's, it's like deja vu, but, but I, when I start saying this, but higher education is, is imploding, it is committing suicide. It is going to be. Well, Harvard is being replaced. for sure. Yeah. Well, no, no, higher ed, higher, higher ed, ed is, is dying. Higher ed is dying. And and the way I know it is, and I, I, I said it this morning, you know, you got your blue collars. They've never had any love, love loss for, <laughs> for college education. You know, right. they, 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 I've been out here doing this, but I'm cutting off, I'm the, I'm the guy who learned how to run to work on power lines. And I'm cutting off your power when you don't pay you college students, that yeah. kind of thing. Right. Yeah. But then you got. You got your white collars. And a lot of them, including me, are going like, why are we funding this? Right. But, uh, but then there's those people that are in between. They're business owners and they, they, they're they not white collar because they're out there rolling up their sleeves like a blue collar guy, but they're white collar. And they employ a lot of people and they make pretty good money. I know my, my white collar, my, my in-betweeners make more money in a year than I'll make in a lifetime. Right. You know, they're very successful. And so so, and I think you, of course, you you probably, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you were probably white-collar. But anyway, you get what I'm get, getting at is there's these, what I call, light blue-collar. Mm-hmm. They're, they're mm-hmm. in-betweeners. And those people are turning on universities, man. They want to get rid of them. They don't want to pay for tech. They don't want to pay for nickel state. They don't want to pay for anything but a trade school. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. so, you know, they're tired of it. And so, and I'm agreeing with it. God, what's government got? The government needs to get out of education. Yeah, period. period. Yeah, that's government. my
1: opinion. Yeah. Um,
0: and they need to get out of it. They need to get completely out of it. And, and, and they're going to be forced out of it because I'm telling you, it's imploding. Who yeah. would want to, you, you, it's either Harvard or Yale. I think it's Yale. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it's Yale. I saw a headline while I was sick. Yale, uh, like 95% of the students made all A's last year. <laughs> Some crazy number like that.
1: I'm sure. The, what is
0: that all about? Well, I'm sure they're you saying, see, well,
1: James, you don't understand. They're all very, very brilliant.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and there's going to be, yeah, well, they all are, right? But there's always going to be a number one and a number, whatever last one is. And you know what they used to say at LSU, the law school, they would laugh and you say, you know, there's the number one student right there. And right there, there's the 240th ranked student. You know what you call that 240th ranked student? A lawyer. A, a lawyer.
1: Yeah. Just you know, like a
0: doctor, and I—I want to say <laughs> something. That guy is, ended up being a very good lawyer. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I don't think that if you were ranked 240 out of 240 at at Yale and anything, are you going to be without a job? True, true. You know, if you—if they kept it hard, if. If you make it too easy, nothing. Anyway, yeah, if it doesn't allow well, you, yeah, I, I, I'm glad that they've been exposed. I mean, they have been exposed, and and I'm I'm going to put a quarter in your slot here, <laughs> but. Something is driving this insanity, this reaction. And it's gotta be TikTok or Instagram or something. That this is total insanity. It's total yeah. insanity that that anybody in the United States is even coming close to supporting a bunch of terrorists who took it out on civilians and regardless of the level of it, you know, whether it was the racing and the roasting of the babies, the raping of girls and the roasting of the babies or whatever what they did it doesn't really matter they took it out intentionally on in a festival where they knew it was going to be civilians a bunch of animals yeah and i understand that maybe any minute they're going to be given the hamas terrorist an enema because they're going to be doing the, the, the Dwayne Strum idea they're going to
1: bring the sea to them james the they're sea to, to them, them.
0: <laughs> they're going to fill it with salt water yeah and they should i you know i think that i think that this. It's really funny. Uh, we've been the the everybody wanted Israel to be the hare and to get this thing over with, but they have been the tortoise and they're taking care of business. And I just think they looked at it like this is no emergency. You've already done the damage. Yeah. Now you suffer because we're coming. So yeah. anyway, kudos to Israel. I'm not surprised the mainstream media did that. They can't, you know, they can't explain what they why they did it. And then shame, shame, shame. On our our supposed higher education, especially those you know, it was the idea that the United States has been wanting to keep her, keep those Ivy Leagues. I think the Ivy Leagues is Harvard, Yale, Penn. uh what are, what are the others? I don't know. Harvard, Yale, Penn, uh, Columbia. Yeah, maybe Columbia. Columbia. There's four. There's more than that. You. They're not interested in those guys. Then you got that second level with Amherst and Bowling Green and all those, what they call the, the Little Ivies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. and, but, but, but the whole idea was that the, the liberals, the communists, the people who were, you know, the plateaus, we got to have a ruling class, we got to have a ruling class. Well, we're going to do that. We're going to set apart these universities. They're going to be top universities, not in the country, but in the world. That's what they're gonna be. You're gonna we're gonna feed everything to them. We're gonna get the brightest minds teaching there, bringing in the brightest students. And all they're doing is is now is putting in a very woke selection as president. And that she's a she plagiarized her faces. She's said horrible things about killing Israelis and the students don't get graded anymore. It sounds like chaos. It sounds like they've lost their way. And what can't go on won't yeah. they probably can go on forever just because they have that much, that much they money. have enough money to go on for a very long time but we need to stop giving it to them so yeah I agree you know, and I love my I love my wife's job she, she, she has she loves her job she's great at it and I don't I hate to see Louisiana Tech go but I'm willing to let it all go I'm willing to let every single university stand on its own I, I would yeah. it would bother me if the first thing that our new governor did was say, you know what? We're cutting, over, cutting off all higher education. You're on your own. I'm gonna, we're going to wean you of it. You got two years to get off of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I would be all for it. A hundred percent. I would, I live it in Ruston. I would vote for that. All right. You probably,
1: so so, probably keep part of this university, the engineering and the, uh, somebody would buy it. Somebody
0: would buy it. Somebody would go, that's a good facility. We'll, and, and you know, there'd be no interruptions there. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I'd like to see that. All right. Well, I know we got a lot to cover. What we got next?
1: Okay. Fun. We're gonna go with your favorite person, Vive- Vivek Ramaswamy was on CNN. Who? <laughs> you know, Vivek Ramaswamy, the guy who's running for Ramas. president.
0: Ramaswamy. Oh, Ramadan Abanderling.
1: <laughs> yes, James. That guy. Yes, I remember him. Okay. I remember him. Uh, he, uh, uh, he was on CNN. And it was interesting because the host kept trying to talk over him, and he wouldn't let her do it. And he just kept pounding away. But he brought up the fact that uh, she, she asked him a question. He goes, well, January 6th, you say that looked like an operation from the FBI. What do you, where's your evidence? And he starts to give his evidence and she jumps on him and he goes, No, wait a minute. You're not, you're going to listen. You asked me a question, you know, and it went back and forth like that. And uh, he never backed down. He said, No, there is, you know, it was, it was probably provoked by the FBI. And so these people who are nonviolent in January 6th need to get out. You know, he, he basically brought it up to the CNN audience that, you know, they probably would have not even heard that point of view. And so, you know, that was something. Now, I think you think that, well, your opinion, I don't, I don't want to say, put words in your mouth, but your opinion is that he's a non-entity because he's polling in the single digits and he's not going to be Trump's uh, VP pick, correct? James, I lose you? Oh, goodness.
0: Oh, wait, wait, no, I had it on mute. Okay. So you I was sitting there talking to you. I was sitting there talking to you. wonder why you want not let me talk. I thought I thought I was Ramaswamy laterally. Vandil- 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 oh, there you go. Ramadama, Vandil- Ramadama Anyway, no, it's sort of you, you're sort of close to what my point my, my point is this that that the most important issue in the United States is not Israel. The most important issue in the United States is not the economy. The most important issue is is not rioting. It's not it's not attacking uh, Trump it's, it's none of that. It's fixing the 2020, uh, making sure that the 2020 election doesn't happen again, that the 2024 election is fair. Right. That's the thing. And until Ramadan Mavanderlick says that election was stolen, I think he's one of them. That's what I think. And I do think that he's he's doing it for some reason. But he's not going to get elected. No way. Just like you said, not going to be the Republican nominee, even if Trump were to get assassinated. He would not become the nominee. Mm-hmm. He has zero chance. The question is, why is he there? And why is he saying those things that we agree with? But we'll not say, we'll not say. He's been asked over and over again, was well, the 2020 election stolen? He won't say it. In my opinion, he's a commie. I, and he has to prove he's not. That's what I've said. But I'm being fair, Glenn. I've said that about any politician. If you're not willing to say it, I think you're a commie until you prove otherwise. That's how I am about it.
1: So guilty until so, proven innocent?
0: You're guilty. I, I, I'm get, uh, here's the thing. It's a presumption. We have presumptions in law. Mm-hmm. You're, he's presumed a commie if he will not say the election was stolen in 2020. Okay, he has to he has to overcome by clear and convincing evidence that he's not a commie. So he would have to give me evidence of why Georgia was not stolen with those people feeding those machines over and over again. He'd have to show me why why they they put they 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 put big. Cardboard over or whatever that was over the windows in Detroit to keep people seeing what was going on in there. Why did they keep the Republican uh, counter so far away? Why did the votes get switched? Why do you why do you see a, a an algorithm that can solve every county and parish in the whole country that was true to form? Because the, the election I mean, as long as they were using Dominion machines, mm-hmm. tell me that well, he won't do that. If he will address those things and say here's why, and goes and say these are why I say no, he's just going. I don't think it's stolen. No, he's a commie by presumption, and he's got to overcome it, and he has not overcome it. Okay. That's my point. And so so what's he doing? I don't know. Is, it, is he trying to? I don't know. He's trying to get a cabinet spot. I don't know. I wouldn't put him in there. McCarthy wants a cab, cabinet spot. Not no, but hell no. Yeah. You don't get a cabinet spot. You get nothing. Go home. Oh, and Biden I, might and, give and him after, Anyway. What's that?
1: I might give him one. Anyway, uh, just saying.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so that's my point about him. I, 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 is he entertaining? Sort of. He doesn't do anything for me. I know you like him, but, but yeah. that's my reason. I have, I've, I've been biased against him from day one, and, and, and then he also got upset because that woman was mispronouncing his name. She'll, he'll never get me to say his name right now. <laughs> okay. Quit could, could being a, be a wussy.
1: I'm not a wussy.
0: Well, maybe I am.
1: I can't record. (laughs) I do do. know that. Anyway. (laughs) Not you. I said
0: (laughs) Ramadama Vanderleg.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, we'll move on from that.
0: Okay. I'm going to have to put you on. I'm going to put you on uh, uh, mute. You can talk.
1: Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next one. The Boston mayor, Michelle Wu, who is a, um, Asian descent lady, American. Um, she's being pretty much uh, vilified for an email her aide sent out inviting people to a party, and here's the uh, here's the title of it: "Electeds of Color Holiday Party." Originally, it was only supposed to go out to ethnic groups, people of color, quote unquote, who won their elected positions, and they were not going to put the nine or ten white people uh, on the list to be invited to the party. But the aide said, oh, I'll send it out to everybody, and didn't realize what she had sent out. And so, wow. Now, here's the thing about Michelle Wu. Where did she graduate from? Could it be the one-word joke? Harvard is where she graduated from. (laughs) Harvard. Harvard. Uh, Of course, she may say it in a different accent. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, she's getting pretty much, uh,
0: I know how she says it. Oh, James. I don't
1: think so there, James. I don't know about that, but
0: anyway, <laughs> I mean, I, I absolutely love the Oriental culture. I don't have any problem with it whatsoever, but you're being a fool if you, you know, her sending that out. When that, so what happened is basically instead of sending it to the right group, They said to send all or reply to
1: all or something. Yeah, reply to all. That's how careful they were uh, in an email. Yeah,
0: has she apologized or did she?
1: She sort of did, but her aide apologized for sending it out to everybody and hoped she didn't offend anybody. Fifteen minutes after she sent it out, so sort of. What do you mean? Don't
0: want to offend anybody. Yeah, you know I think mean? I think mean, it was designed offended. to I'm offend,
1: but you know, it, it, they got caught.
0: If I would, if I would have got that invitation, if I would have been working there or whatever, and I got that invitation, I go, I'm not going to that party. I don't want to go to that party.
1: Well, that I might have actually gone in blackface, but anyway.
0: Um, oh, I think I think what I would have done, I would say, well, I right, look, guys, this is our chance to have an all-white party.
1: Yeah. For those of you who weren't invited, are not invited we are going to have a party. It's going to be gossip. We're going to have Kid Rock there. Anyway, I don't
0: know. Oh, they are so humorous. I mean, but you know what? That, that, I'm surprised they apologized at all. She just apologized for sending it to everybody, I guess. That's yes, so that's so what she caught. did.
1: And she didn't mean to offend anybody.
0: Sorry, I got caught.
1: Yeah, yeah they got caught, basically. <laughs> uh, that's not don't,
0: just don't you know that there are people of color who would be pissed that they that they're having a party for just people of color
2: yeah I, I think mean so. it's,
0: you know, they, they're they the ones that lump in I'm going to go like wait a second now there are a lot of oriental you know people in oriental cultures are going to want to have their friends there and there's going to be some black people that want to have their friends there and some Mexicans there want their friends there and where are my friends well he's not invited because he's white what are you talking about
1: yeah, I think yeah, they would you know. have had a big problem. Or unless, you know, Boston is so polarized, they that's no problem. I don't know.
0: All right. What do we got next?
1: All right. <laughs> Our favorite prosecutor, Jack Smith, has,
0: I don't know. You know, I, you know what his middle name is? What? Me-off. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> James,
2: is hey,
1: so bad. Where? You're so bad. Me <laughs> off? No, it isn't. Oh goodness! All right. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Little little diversion there. He's been in class all day. Anyway, uh-oh. he has uh, had an emergency. I think a writ to the Supreme Court. And did you say that Supreme Court said okay, we'll listen to it?
0: Yeah, they've accepted his writ, yes, which, for those of you who don't listen to the Monday podcast, that means that they're asking permission. You don't have, you don't automatically get to appeal the Supreme Court. They get to decide the cases they want to take. Mm-hmm. That's called writ, the writ application. And he made it, he did it. Now, listen, he did it in form of um, which means I'm too poor to pay for this. The Supreme Court said, yep, you're too poor. Why? Because you've been put in jail. And then, oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. You're talking about the appeal that, uh, that, I am getting confused. Okay. There's the J Sixers that the same. Yeah, I'm messing up. What you're talking about right now is just the, the me off. I mean the uh, the Jack <laughs> Smith um the, yeah, okay. For Trump. for Trump. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah, so he's asking that he's so what he's asking for is an expedited hearing on whether or not Trump can claim immunity for his actions on January sixth. And the importance of January sixth is that he was still president at the time. So when he's doing things that are Presidential, he is immune from prosecution for doing those things while he's president. Right. And so the question is, what about a criminal act? Can he, can he, can he, is he immune from criminal acts if he is president? And the question probably is going to be no. All right. So the question is, is why, all, if all of this time has me, all, I mean, uh, Jack, has he kept, um, why has he not wanted to, he's done everything he can to not file something that could be appealed to Supreme Court. Right. Or, application of the Supreme court. So, so all of a sudden though, all of a sudden he wants one, he wants one in the worst way. So he is skipping the court of appeal, mm-hmm. which is very favorable to him. Very favorable. Right. And they no,
1: no, wanted no, no, to, he, they he, wanted he, to hear it. Yeah.
0: Right. And he, he asked the Supreme court to take it. And the purpose of that would be, I think is this, that they, if they denied it, writs, then he's, I guess he's thinking, well, then we'll go back to the court, we'll go back to the uh, court of appeal and they'll be favorable to us. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I think. But if they don't, then, then our, our March trial date, which is right before the Iowa caucus.
1: Super Tuesday. Would be, it,
0: it, that, that, yeah, that would be when the trial was. Okay. So why did he all of a sudden do that is I think that uh, this is what I think you got to tie it into the other huge writ application that was accepted was the, the January 6th defendants who mm-hmm. have been charged. Under that act, the Enron Act, they have some other name for it, but the, basically the act is that if you if you do anything to keep from being investigated, you know, if, if you do something to get rid of the evidence or you prevent it, you, yeah, they didn't even go that far. They just said if you're trying to prevent a, uh, a government agent from doing its job, right. then that's against the law. Basically, Enron, you can't shred all your documents before the SEC gets in here. Right. Okay. So, so or the, and the Department of Justice. So they use this statute to say that that includes uh, rioting or, you know, whatever you want to call it, they did protesting. Uh, protest. you're trying to perse-
1: well, they called it an insurrection, so, but it was protest.
0: <laughs> uh, insurrection, whatever they want to call it, but it wasn't an insurrection. You know that. Nope. So the so long and short of it is, though, the question is whether that statute designed to stop people from shredding their documents can be interpreted to mean that uh, that it can that they they can apply to these January six guys. Now, if you'll remember, we covered this mm-hmm. in pretty good detail, and there was an aha moment for us all yeah. when we realized the way that they had ruled on another case that the Supreme Court was leaving it open to say, uh, you know, you can't stretch it that far. Right. The, the Supreme Court was definitely. It appeared that they were definitely uh, signaling that that we're not going to do this in this in this uh, in these J-6 cases, that you're not going to be able to use that statute to create a felony when it's only a misdemeanor. Right. Okay. so if 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 two of the four indictments against Trump are that is J-6 is using that using J-6 to say that he, he violated the Enron Act. Right. And the Supreme Court throws that out. What does he have left? Well, it's going to be things covered by immunity. Right. So, so I think he sees he's getting ready to lose all of those appeals on the J Sixers, or any time he used. In fact, he's quit using that. They've stopped using it since then. I think they know they're getting ready to lose that that um defense or that theory. Right. Okay. And so, so what we got is the the J Sixer first. His writ application was accepted. Right. I I think that me, I mean, uh, Jack. He Jack Smith. He was um, he was probably called and said, "You're not, You need to look at you to look at the news. Uh, the Supreme Court accept the writ applications for those J six He says, "Oh crap, man. Well, bring out the wasps or whatever it is. How, what does she say? You know, on oh, the cracking. On a, on a, yeah whatever. But, yeah, bring it out. Right. So he he they. I guarantee you, they knew they were going to do this if they accept writs on those J six applications." Then we're going to ask for an We're going to ask for hearing on immunity in the uh, in the J six case. Mm-hmm. Okay, for Trump, they had already had that motion. They couldn't have filed it this quickly. They knew they were going to do this. So, so that explains why all of a sudden me off. I mean, uh, Jack, <laughs> he um, he quit. He quit stalling from the Supreme Court trying to avoid it. Just saying, let's do this.
1: And everybody so, else thinks. See, you're the only one who's brought this up that I've heard and everyone else thinks, well, he's, he's just trying to get Trump in court on
0: super Tuesday. Well, I mean, that could be his, is the reason. I mean, he, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. I don't, I don't know, but why did he want to get it in court all of a sudden? He didn't do it just for that. Right. If he thought he was if he did th- if he That's thought a bonus. he could sell yeah. If he thought he could sell that felony under the Enron act, then he would have, that would have been it. Yeah. 'Cause he because you kids big you can't commit felonies. You can't murder people while you're president. That's not right. So so the so two of the four indictments are that. Well, if those go away. The other two indictments are probably clearly covered by immunity. So he's now wanting to get that clarification. Right. So he can continue with something. He's trying to salvage what's getting ready to be nothing to happen.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. And so so that's what he's doing. Hmm. He's trying to yeah, I think. Now look, I was I, like I said this morning. Let's, get, let's just let's go right to the core of the matter. I was reading all that when I had diarrhea. Oh.
2: So, <laughs> oh, you got cool. that back in? Okay, good.
0: Uh, <laughs> it, it might be a crappy opinion, but I have had all day to think about it.
1: <laughs> oh goodness, goodness! I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry you had to hear Can that you me. tell my Vyvanse is run off? His Vyvanse is gone. It's not. It's not there anymore. <laughs>
0: Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I, I've had to, I've all had all day to think about it, and I, I, I haven't changed my opinion. I think I think that's what's going on.
2: Yeah. I think
0: they're getting ready. I think the Supreme Court is getting ready to slap that Enron stuff right out the you know. do throw that yeah. into them. Eject it, and then and then he's going to be left with two little two little charges that are probably clearly covered by executive immunity. That's that's my guess.
1: Well, that is a nuanced and different opinion than I've heard all day. And I, I think it has a lot of merit, to be honest with you, James. I think you may have well, it, figured out the behind the scenes on that.
0: Well, we'll see. It'll be fun to see. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. That, uh, you know, you know, it, it's the interesting thing is, is that going to force the hand on all of these other prosecutions? You know, now, now, the Miami one was post. Okay, so he was actually out of the office there, so uh, executive privilege and and immunity might not be as clear there. But I think the case is so weak, so yes. I don't know. You know, it's it's th- this thing is clearly lawfare, and it's definitely in a way working. I'll tell you, you know, you know, one of the things that nobody's mentioning where they got a grand slam of uh, lawfare thing. So so Rudy Giuliani has been sued by the two. Uh, the two women that were in Georgia cheating with election machines. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what they appear to be doing. Right. I can't say now that they have the Giuliani litigation, I can't say they were definitely cheating, but if I were going to cheat, what they were doing is how I would do it. I would feed the machine. I would, I would kick everybody out. Then I would find some ballots underneath, underneath a, um, um, a table cloth. Yeah. And I would, and I would, in a Run those throughs go over and over and over again until Georgia's you know safely twelve thousand votes or something ahead. That's what mm-hmm. I would do. And that's how I would cheat. It appeared to be that's what they were doing, but I have no proof that that's what they were doing. But sure, that's how I would have done it. Okay, right. Now, with like that said, he he said Rudy Giuliani didn't do it. I just did. he said they definitely cheated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, like, everybody else won their cases because they did cheat. All right. Right. But they Rudy Giuliani they asked. Rudy Giuliani, you remember we went over this. They asked him for some evidence, some his discovery. They asked, say, "Hey, turn over these things." Right. And he goes, "I can't turn them over. Why? Because I don't have them. That's no excuse. You can get them. I've tried to get them in the federal government and the state government of Georgia. They won't turn them over to me. No. I don't care. You either turn them over or I'm going to I'm going to grant summary judgment against,
2: you, meaning
0: mm-hmm. that they rule on liability that 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 he defamed them. Right. Without a trial, without any trial whatsoever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He did that. Now that's lawfare. That's now Rudy Giuliani's got these multi million dollar, I mean like they want they're saying, you know, three figures of millions. So three hundred million or four hundred million, some crazy thing like that. Something right. they're trying to charge him for that. And they're saying it's because they're, and they're they're not even giving him a chance to um prove he that they were guilty. Right. That's that's your defense to defamation. If I say, if I say Bobo Bing is a thief, if I can prove he's a thief, it was a defamation. Right. The trial within the trial, basically. Okay. So so that's that's the um, the latest. I mean, well, that's a successful lawfare move, is what I'm getting at. Okay. And, and now I do think that, that his appeal, they wouldn't, the appeal was denied. No writ application was denied. Why did it have to be a writ application? Because an appeal can only be on a final judgment. And that's not a final judgment. Hmm. They got to have a trial and all the damages. And once the damages are done, then there's a final order and he can appeal it. And the appellate court would have to accept it. But the appellate court apparently just denied writ. Okay. Well, he now, I think today or some other time I saw that that finally the federal government has Admitted they were holding that from him, so if he doesn't get a motion for a new trial, I don't know what it would take. But law restored of it is that's where that litigation is. That is lawfare is very, very successful. Mm-hmm. And the other, other, the other time is it, it is is this crazy thing with this uh, um, litigation in New York where mm-hmm. Trump is accused of defrauding nobody uh, with no victim yeah. and no evidence.
1: And they would they would it. do business with him again,
0: <laughs> right? So, but but she found on summary judgment that because he because Mar Largo is only worth eighteen thousand or something, eighteen million. Um, it I, 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 I may as well be eighteen thousand compared to what it's really worth. Yeah, there's no difference between comparing what it was worth with eighteen million or eighteen thousand. That's my point. Mm-hmm. So, so. But they rule for summary judgment. So I saw in the comments the other day, there was people arguing. said, well, why, why didn't he ask for a jury? He used to have to check a box that says jury. He said, no, he did check that box. It was going to be held in front of a jury. But once summary judgment was granted, then it became a judge trial. There's no judge trial anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, there was no jury trial anymore. It's just for, it's just for damages. And, I, and I'm not sure why, because in Louisiana, you would still have a jury on that issue. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I don't know. That's the Louisiana. I mean, that's a New York thing. But he's. It, they didn't mess that up. But anyway, well, all this is to say, what was, what was the main topic? We went a long way off, but it, it was all leading to something.
1: It was leading uh, to the fact that, uh, well, we were talking about Jack Smith and how he jumped over one court to get to Supreme Court. They accepted the writ, um, yeah. and most people thought it was because he would have to show up in court on Super Tuesday, that would imp- impede his campaign. Uh- but you had a whole different system, different nuance to it that I liked better and thought was probably more probable.
0: So there you go. We'll see how that turns out. All yeah. right, what's the next topic, buddy? Okay,
1: your favorite guy, Hunter Biden. Uh, he was supposed to give let, a... Let,
0: let, let, me, let me stop you right there. Okay. I, I, I talk about Hunter Biden because it's in the news. Right. I, I really don't care about billy billy carter and i don't care about hunter biden i do care about his dad okay i do care if his dad was taking bribes that's you know you can't you can't have that there
1: has been quite a bit of smoke about that i don't know if it's evidence but it's smoke for sure but uh he was supposed to give a behind closed doors deposition uh he Went to the Capitol. Where well, right, right, right,
0: right. We did it, you did it just the morning. Who was trying to take his deposition?
1: The Congress,
0: I believe. Well, House of Representatives, right? Uh, Congress, you're right. Has to be, because it was a, it was a Congressional. It was a, it was, they're, they're trying to say it was contempt of Congress, I guess, right? So just to explain to the audience, basically, they have hearings. They're just wasted hearings. I mean, you know, the yeah. Watergate hearings. in the, the, yeah. and the kind hearings. of show. And they, and I think everybody on here listens to this knows that already. Well, we know it's not the Senate, because the Senate's Democrat, so so it's it's Republicans that are doing this, and so they wanted to bring him in for testimony, but he wanted they wanted to do it private, a private deposition.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, I don't and know he why he wanted he wanted and it public. He, he yeah. So he gets outside where they would have taken it, so he's in the area, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, "Look, I have no problem doing it. I just want it to be public. I will not do it in private." Now, originally, originally I thought he just refused kind of like Bannon, but he didn't refuse. He said, no, I just want it to be public.
0: That's fair. Yeah. At least, at least my, my, my gut reaction is that's fair. A good lawyer. So, so what's, why did this, is the house said why they wanted it private? I haven't seen I it mean, they, they haven't said it I yet. Mean, I mean, I can't think of a Marine Epstein, uh, why they would, <laughs> why they would not want to do it <laughs> publicly.
1: Oh, maybe so. Maybe Epstein, I mean, they have a reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out why they wouldn't want to make it live. I can't stand this. You said it this morning. You might have been quoting me or somebody else from earlier. Why do we have a right to privacy for the public, but no right to privacy for the private? You and I ought to be that, that, that right to privacy from you and me ought to be sacred. But where does the public have a right to be private? I don't get that. Yeah. Why is the so? What's the house's reason for this absurd? Yeah. Idea? I mean, I mean yeah. there may be a good reason. I'm holding out. I'm holding out. I, I don't that know that they have a good reason.
1: Doesn't sound. And and I'll say that Hunter had the win on that one.
0: Um, oh yeah, the look is bad.
1: Yeah. So you know, obviously his lawyer I, knows he's got to do it in the public opinion and. You know, the legal opinion and legally, I think it's a lot of legal pundits have said, oh, this is horrible. But from a persuasion point of view, it's right on spot, in my opinion. And it goes to things that like conservatives and really agree on. Yeah, we need it out, out in the open, you know, transparency.
0: I mean, there may be a reason, but they need to state it. I agree. I agree. And I, I can't, but, I, but, but, but honestly, you can see that I don't have any problem coming up with, with novel ideas on how to approach a case or why someone's doing something. But that's probably my strength as a lawyer. Again, I usually can figure out what the other side's thinking. I mean, yeah. I usually can figure that out. And I can't figure out what, what the House is thinking other than, I mean, there's, I can't think of anything, Epstein, that it could possibly be. <laughs> but I, 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 I don't know. Nothing makes sense.
1: True, you know, flight lot. I mean, uh, Epstein. I mean, uh, you know, uh, transparency is always safe, good. You
0: know. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a good one. Uh, I'm going to look it up tonight. Uh, I am going to look it up because I, there's got to be an explanation somewhere as to what it would be. Yeah. That's 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 ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I, at least wait, wait. Until some until I until I hear a response from the Republicans, I'm going to say you sound ridiculous. That's the burden, burden of to me. If you're being, if you are in the public and you want to keep something private and I think you're wrong and you've got to overcome that burden, right? You've got to give me a damn good reason why you can't, that somebody wants to talk about his problems in public. And, and he's you don't want saying to I
1: will. It. Yeah. You know, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, That's even, even Clinton did it. In public. I mean, come on. All yeah. right. So I'm with you, Glenn. I'm with you on that one. Okay. Uh, and that, All right, so, didn't know so that I this morning, but
1: this afternoon I did find out about that. So
0: there you go. I think we're one, one and one. Right. We disagreed on on Ramadan <laughs> Then we, we agreed on me off. I mean uh, Jack uh, Smith. Jack Yes. Yeah. And then and then um well, we'll agree on this one too. Yeah. I don't I don't I guess we're two and one. Yeah. What else we got?
1: Okay. This I'm just fun. gonna kinda this run down uh, the economy and how it's very weird but not unprecedented. Uh, the CPI numbers came out and they were expected to be 3.2. They came in at 3.1. So, you know, everybody's going. Now, let
0: me ask you this. Right. There's always this thing, this preliminary one, and then the final one's come out. Is this that preliminary one? It is, isn't it?
1: <sighs> Maybe.
0: Um, the reason depending. I'll say that is we would have heard, it would have already made news if it were preliminarily 3.2. they would we would know that they wouldn't say projected they would say that this is what we expect maybe that is what you're saying yeah usually what happens usually what happens is they project they put out a number they projected 3.2 and and it
1: came out 3.1 that's what happened
0: okay all
1: right all right i'm with you and the you know but everybody's going i'm going to the grocery store and going out to eat and hey you're telling me there's no inflation are you nuts well, yeah. technically, the CPI, CPI is not just, it's a bundle of things. And one of the bundles is energy. And energy prices are basically so far down from where they once were, it makes the CPI look good. And even though housing is out of whack, like it ha- never has been,
0: food. Yeah, you did a very good job this morning explaining that. Let me see if I can summarize it and then you okay. expound. But if I understand it right, the, 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 the mortgage rates are, are higher based on the fact that the time rate went up. Right. And they're so high that people who own houses that right now would like to move up won't because they've got 3% mortgages and they don't want to lose those mortgages. So there's right. no buyers for these houses at that higher rate. And so the builders don't want to build, even though there's demand. Because they know they're not going to give up their small rates to go to a high one, and I get it. Okay, so is there more to it than that? Or I get it?
1: No, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, you know, and it's it's percentages and everything. So you know, the Fed's been raising, uh, you know, basically they've been tightening money supply, so interest rates go up, so they can fight inflation, quote unquote. Um, but you know, we had these low zero or negative rates for so long that there's a lot of people tied in at very low rates, 3%, sometimes a little lower. Uh, So you've got all this pin-up demand, but no one wants to buy because nothing's affordable. The houses that are on the market are sky high. And so people don't want to buy them at 7%. So, you know, basically that's what's going on. So it's a real weird housing market. Now, rents are starting to come down. And there's a big lag in all this, by the way. Uh, where you know demand is being high, then people would start building, then interest rates would come down, blah, blah, blah. And there is going to be some easing of this monetary supply or the monetary policy. Uh, the Fed has said that. Now, the Fed said, yeah, we might ease it down to 4.6. The market says, oh, no, it's going to be 3.8, which is a huge deal, and if you're talking about these numbers of, of interest rates, um, I don't know how that's going to resolve because, you know, the Fed's saying one thing and the market's saying another. And the Fed does follow the market quite a bit. If you look at the VIX, which is a volatility index, which basically says how much is the is stock market going up and down? A low number is 20. The VIX currently, as of this morning, was 12.14. So it's even lower. So the volatility of the market is very stable right now. So you you take that into account, it just it's very strange. Everything's kind of weird uh, as far as the economy goes. But the Fed is driving a lot of this uh, behavior, I guess you'd say.
0: <laughs> are they are they are they betting on Trump winning?
1: The Fed isn't betting on anybody winning or losing.
0: They never no, I'm did. talking about the market.
1: The market is maybe. They're, they're basically, they're saying with the VIX, what that's going to say generally is the future is going to be very good. Now, remember that people make a ton of money in the stock market, whether there's a Democrat or Republican in office. And, you know, under Bill Clinton, there's a ton of money made. Under Obama, there was a bunch of money made. So it's the market is somewhat independent of whoever's running everything. So that's something I think people need to keep in mind when they're looking at the market. But that was just something I wanted to mention because those numbers had come out and the market has you know, hit an all-time high yesterday. Now, here's the other thing I'll say. The market hits an all-time high down Jones Industrial about every 18 months. We haven't had a market high for over two years. So they're touting this new market high. You've got to remember these market highs come all the time. Gotcha. Uh, so it's not it's yeah. it's not uh, unexpected. In fact, it was long awaited if you say anything. But anyway, um, that's something to to remember when they're trying to Buffalo you with, you know, what? <laughs> anyway,
0: well, I mean, you know, one of the best arguments we've had against against that idiot has been his administration anyway, um, has been that fuel prices went into the four dollars and, and, and I'm buying almost five. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And buying gas now here for us at two thirty. Now that could be because it could be because quick trip is coming to town. And everybody's doing a price war. I don't know.
1: No, but, that's, that's but, pretty close to what it is around here too.
0: So, but. so we, so, so the, coming down, I mean, that is, a, that's going to be a, that's, that's good for, I would say that's good. for. Either. Yes,
1: it probably is. Uh, but if you look at a Rasmussen poll today that they just came out in all the swing states, uh, a month ago, Biden was winning. This month, Biden is not. In fact, yeah, he's,
0: even losing, he's even losing ground with blacks.
1: Yeah. And and get this Rasmussen had a poll. And I mentioned Rasmussen because they've been right a lot. The poll puts Trump up 10 points over Biden. That's beyond the margin of cheat. In my opinion, if that holds, now nothing ever holds. So I'm going to couch that with, and, you know, it never holds, but it's going to make our, you know, these deep staters way nervous. And I think I see it already. So, you know, just something to mention. Uh,
0: yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I, you know, obviously, um, I, you know, I don't want anybody to starve i want builders to build and all those things politics is is doesn't get in the way of my pulling for everybody to make money right um but i i i have my i do have my doubts about polls you know that right but i want to look into this into this figure you've done you you've got sources i don't have i don't you have people who understand this stuff explaining it to you Mm -hmm. so I'm deferring to you for sure. Saying okay, all this makes sense. But anyway,
1: it'll make sense. I'm going to mention some stuff on Conspiracy Friday uh, okay,
0: after well, we I will done. say this: What makes are you there? Can you yeah, I'm here. You yeah. okay? What What makes sense to me after you, After I'm pondering, it gets more. What you are saying is this: That if you if it weren't for the fact that that gasoline prices, fuel prices were dropping so substantially, there would be a lot of inflation. You're still paying more for, yeah. for a ham than you were paying last year, the year before that. And you go to a you can't even buy, you can't even go to a McDonald's by yourself and eat for less than dollars.
1: Right. Food away from home is so, really out of whack right now too.
0: Right, right. Charlotte and I hardly ever eat out. You know, we do we do also we that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, for with yeah. ourselves, we will do what you do in here in town. But, you're
1: breaking up, James.
0: All right. You you, you should be able to hear me.
1: Can well, you, hear I, me? you keep breaking up kind of, <laughs> you know, anyway, I can hear you now.
0: Yeah, you were doing that earlier. and, and apparently,
1: Okay, you're doing it again.
0: You're cutting out a lot. You there? Can you hear me, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. Okay, so what's next? Okay. How how
1: much time? How much time? We got, we're in one hour, 11 minutes. So about an hour and 10 right now. Um,
0: Okay. Is there something else to talk about before we go?
1: One thing I'll talk about the photos of naked Hamas and uh, Palestinian uh, prisoners Israelis had in a truck that a picture was taken and put out on the internet and how I think that is horrible PR on their part. And they should not have let that get out. but. That's my thought.
0: All right, so where what's the source of these pictures?
1: <sighs> that's where you might have a point in that I don't know the source. I just know they're out there and the Israelis have not denied they're true. Let's put it that way.
0: So. Um well, you know, I, I I here's the thing. I know that anything that's being released right now by the mainstream press mm-hmm. is going to be anti-Israel. Correct. All right. So, you know, we do know that the, the soldiers and Marines and sailors and airmen, they say filthy things. They do filthy things. They mm-hmm. you, you, you find out about it, you court-martial them. Right. And so this may have been somebody who's been court-martialed. It may have been fake. True. I don't really True. know. I just know that I got burned recently, and I now doubt everything I see. Mm-hmm. You've, you finally convinced me I cannot trust it. You know, yeah. So so I'm going to say this. That where I'm coming with it is is that I want I want to give it a few days and find out right. what story is behind because because if it is you're right it was it's not a good look there's no reason for Israel to have done this but if it was if it was a soldier with his cell phone yeah that's another thing
1: yeah or if it was staged by the other side you don't know so I I'm yeah, I don't totally Totally would give you that for sure because we are still in the fog of war. We can't trust either side. To be real honest, right now.
0: Well, I can't. I can't trust a photo or a video anymore. Yeah, true. I'm not there. I'll they say lie that.
1: anyway. Yeah.
0: You told me. I mean, that's one of those times I'm giving you big old win on that one. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. So, that, you know, I guess that's really about it. Let me ask you, what are we going to do to ball? Are we for we decided how we're going to handle the the one thousand thing. We're just going to. I let it go by like it's nothing. Huh?
1: I think we're going to talk about the start of how it started, how things got going. And then, you know, I don't know how long that would take. But then I have something I'd like to float out there uh, about Trump as a conspiracy currently happening.
0: OK, so you're saying we won't spend the whole hour party we'll just talk about it a little bit.
1: Well, and- you know, enough. We might be half the program. I don't know. What I have is not going to take forever
0: <laughs> I don't know yeah, I don't need you know what I wanted to do was just go in there and and take some clips and send them to you and have them ready to queue up just we don't even have to talk know what they are, put them up there and let's just discuss them yeah I will tell you this the the earlier programs earlier podcasts were a whole lot more theoretical we've we've <laughs> uh, we've, we've somehow or another moved to more of a news type thing than we were a theory type thing we We talked about a lot about you know f d a and why do you need it
2: and that mm-hmm. type
0: of things into anything current? And the the discussions between Jim, Big Jim, were were, were really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, not, I'm not so sure it's not a good idea for us to see where our roots were too.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: But I'd love to do that. We'll so, is there anything though that you could think of that would make the podcast even better tomorrow? Well,
1: James, I think PJ's coffee would make it way better, and if You really want the experience. Our audience could go to the PJs in Houghton and get delicious pastries, wonderful breakfast and lunch sandwiches, Zaps chips, boosted teas, all natural Red Bull, and of course, delicious coffee drinks. And you've got to try the uh, frozen hot chocolate. Yeah, I know it sounds like an oxymoron, but it's really, really delicious.
0: (laughs) Well, how do you get that?
1: You go to the Houghton and PJs and order it.
0: You can just get in line and get.
1: Yes. Oxymoron. Oxymorons pour out. It's great.
0: Yeah. And it comes in like a coffee, like a regular cup, like the regular coffee comes in.
1: No, it comes in a nice, like, you know, you know, like drink cup that's clear and has PJ's logo on it. It looks wonderful.
0: Well, dang. I might have stopped on the way in and got me one of those. You should.
1: I would suggest it to everyone. Anyway.
0: All right. Man, as always, I appreciate you. I hope, I hope that wasn't muted this time.
1: Uh, boy, if you are, then I'm just giving up on life. You know, I. I you, it looks like everything's coming through great. Anyway.
2: Appreciate you, buddy. All right, man. Thank Bye. you guys for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.